You enter the dungeon and see the evil wizard pointing his wand directly at you. He says, Show me a funny and delightful actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast or I'll consume your souls! What do you do? I take out my phone and find Quest Friends Forever on Spotify. I show him how to find Quest Friends Forever on Apple Podcasts. I share the Quest Friends Forever Instagram and YouTube pages with him. And you all get critical hits! Yay! Yay! Quest Friends Forever is an actual play podcast starring four friends with varying levels of Dungeons & Dragons experience. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday as we embark on fantasy adventures, play fast and loose with the rules, and laugh at each other's shenanigans. No prior D&D knowledge is required to listen, so everyone can feel free to join the fun. Quest Friends 4, that's the number four, like how there's four of us, ever. Find us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's Quest Friends Forever. <laughs> okay, this is the Lousy Advice Podcast. Uh, my name's Eric. I'm Shelby. And I'm Jake. And this week, we have on the podcast, Kendra Sheets of The Bad Copy. Hi. Welcome to the Lousy Advice Podcast. How are you, Kendra? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here to talk about music with us. Yes, on a rambunctious Saturday evening. On a rambunctious Saturday, I know. <laughs> The it's I mean it's beautiful down here so I'm loving the vibes of the sun yes. today. Mm. Big big sun yeah, vibes. Yeah, that in. <laughs> do, you, do you have the sun well, where you're like at 28 right now? inches of snow outside my house, but that's fine. Oh, Don't worry about it. You know what? There's, see, see, no sun. No sun. Yeah, no. I'm so sorry. Not all of us are in San Diego. I'm pretty sure it's raining in Sacramento, isn't it? No, it's not. Oh well, it's cold, but it's not raining. Well, fuck me. Oh. <laughs> Well, this week uh, on the Lousy Advice podcast, this is the Rancid episode. Um, that is the Rancid, the band. Not the smell. <laughs> Not the smell. That is true. Yeah. Uh, Rancid, Not the adjective. Right here. It could be the smell. It might be the smell. It could be, yeah. It, it might be after this list is done. We'll see. Honestly, and there also <laughs> there also is a level of like um, synergy where it could be both, you know? Yeah. Like right. it's, there's not, there's not a... Uh, 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 a dividing line there. It could be both at any given time. Uh, intersectionality, if you will, of uh, both the smell and the band. Um, cool. <laughs> so this is Lost Advice Podcast. This is a Rancid episode. What is up, Kendra? What's your history with the band Rancid? Um. Well, I would say that they were probably one of the first punk bands that I got into. I mean, they're kind of in that like grandfather punk band status. Probably not quite as, not as old as Bad Religion. Maybe a step down from there, but like everyone's kind of been introduced to them. It's, I feel like everyone knows a little rancid, a little no effects and bad religion, you know, some of the greats. So um, I don't remember exactly how they came on my radar. I know I was in like seventh or eighth grade. Um, so unlike a lot of other kids that were getting into punk music, I didn't have an older brother or sister. So I leached off of my friends, older brothers and sisters or the public library, which also had lots of CDs. So I know that um, I got a copy of Life Won't Wait from the South Bend, Indiana Public Library, which I burned onto a CD and then took everywhere <laughs> in my disc, man. And I am old and my body's falling apart. So <laughs> if any cops here heard that, no, you didn't. Yeah. yeah. Would you see, would you steal a car? <laughs> would you steal a house? Piracy no, do, is do you not remember a victimless that? crime. Do you remember those commercials? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh! You, know you wouldn't would download a car. You wouldn't. Well, right. Thank you. Ah, uh, look at me butchering the thing. You wouldn't download I know a car. What you were going for? 
before. I remember. Okay, cool. <laughs> awesome. Jake, what's your history with the band Rancid? Oh, it's, I, I feel like it's the same avenue where it's pretty typical because it was kind of, you know, like just one of those bands that was like prominent as far as getting into punk rock, um, especially at that time, like in the in the early to mid 2000s, they were kind of, you know, like obviously uh, an outcome. The Wolves was huge about a decade before that. But like it was around the time that like um, Indestructible came out. So they were still pretty they were still firing pretty hard as far as uh putting stuff out and people talking about it and stuff like that. And I feel like it was like a mixed CD type scenario that probably had like Ruby Soho and Red Hot Moon on it or something, you know, like, 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 uh, <laughs> like a uh, punk you know. or yeah. just yeah. give them the, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like, I bet you the no effects Ranson split was pretty early on in my education. Uh, even though the Ranson side on that one is pretty bad. Uh, no but, uh, way. Oh, no yeah. effects is terrible, and they made all the oh. no effects songs so good. Oh, we're gonna discuss this over the course of the podcast for sure. Uh, uh, but yeah, and and you know, just just I, I just have so many memories of being on the school bus listening to Rancid that it's like a very special thing for me. So, and I wanted to be Tim Armstrong so bad at one point in my life too. Really? I wanted so to badly. be Tim Armstrong so bad. Didn't we all? <laughs> oh my god. No. Oh, no, I mean, but that's cute. See, I didn't want to necessarily be Tim Armstrong. Loki, I kind of wanted to be Brody because <laughs> I thought she was the fucking coolest. But again, neither here nor there. Yeah. Shelby, what was your history with the band Rancid? <laughs> Um, He's like, they're texting me right now. Yeah. So what's really fun <laughs> about me, Lars. what's really fun about me <laughs> is that uh, like Kendra, I didn't have any older siblings that listened to punk. So I had Travis. Um, Travis canonically hates Rancid. So Shout naturally, out. I based all of my opinions off of that in the, my early stages. <laughs> Sometimes big mistake. Uh, so I had only ever heard... Uh, in Out Come the Wolves, and obviously there are some serious hits on that one, but I had never listened to very much after, and I spent all day today at work, no I didn't, my boss, um, listening to every <laughs> Rancid song on Spotify. Oh man, that's rough. It, <laughs> it was, it was, it was rough. It was rough, Jake. Thank you for, thank you for that. Um, but there really are some gems in there, so I'm very neutral about this band. My opinions can be swayed. Sway them, Kendra and Jake, because I have a veto. <laughs> you're, you're, you're essentially the wild card tonight. I am essentially, yeah. yes, the wild card. I love it. My list. I thought I was coming in with two vetoes, but I forgot that you played all last episode. And yes, you made me veto you. Yep. Yeah. That was purposeful. <laughs> that was strategic, if you will. Um, so my history with Rancid, uh, even though I'm not really playing, I thought I'd just talk because I love talking in about myself and my history and you know so does everybody else it's great uh so my history with rancid uh i don't know i mean it must have been outcome of the wolves i think i heard like ruby soho and like uh, uh maybe like listen am i almost anything off of outcome of the wolves my brother had a C the cd and i heard it and i was like oh this is great and then that's all i'd heard and then i got more into operation ivy than i did rancid initially and that was like my band was that and knowing that history I was like that's so cool fuck I'm so <laughs> sick like I know this it was kind of that like not an as a 14 year old kid it was very much the oh well I I listen to Operation Ivy you listen to Rancid sort of a thing it's very silly very toxic but obviously like 
you know, we grow. Um, but like I mean, you were cool, though. I w- oh, my God. I was so <laughs> fucking cool. It's crazy. Um, I had the lyrics to Missionary fucking printed and taped on my wall. It's so stupid. Uh, but anyways, Rance is cool. Uh, and I listen to them. And uh, I remember... I actually don't remember. That's my history. This is where we get going. So I'm going to go over the rules. I wanted to say, too, um, no. at the at the most recent fest, the, the Problem Daughter Rancid set was my favorite moment, I think, of the whole weekend. <laughs> I had yeah, such a good also time. should be noted that our history as a as trip, triplet, as the three of us, as a trinity. Trinity. Uh, there it is. We had a lot of fun at that set. And I didn't even really yeah. care about Rancid. And I was in the pit. <laughs> so it, I mean, it looked cool. Let me tell you that um, one was God. One was the last fest like sixteen years ago, yeah. two yeah. years ago, yeah. yeah, two years ago. Okay, so since then, uh, the Tim Armstrong of the Rancid set, Regan and I are now dating, and it's been a huge issue of contention that apparently I got approved to do the Rancid set because I guess he asked you guys <laughs> to do Rancid, and he you had previously called dibs, I think. Loves Rancid. Yeah. Like as much or maybe like I can definitely do the one that I did, but really. And I was like, mm, sorry. So like he's also like seen my list and helped me work through it because my list had forty seven things on it originally, and I got oh, it down yeah. to eleven. Um, my six. <laughs> Damn. So you know, cool. <laughs> we might have worked on this a little bit together. Yeah, you're pretty dedicated we, too. You know what it was? Was, head was for he? That. Uh, he he would he, he sent us his list and he said no more black and I was like we're doing fucking no more black yeah. they're like one of my yeah. favorite bands of all time so I was like we're doing none more fucking black yeah. like, okay <laughs> I really want to do that relay list. this to him because what he wants to say it is that he was like no we're not gonna derange it I guess we can do one of these other ones so the whole story's been misconstrued oh. to me like I'm the band because <laughs> I got to choose <laughs> I mean there there might have been I because the I, thing I, about these lists is that our guests send us their list and at the end of the day we pick what we want yeah that's true. And so. I think because None More Black was on the list of bands to choose from and Jake's history with that band. And I love that fucking band. We're just like, like well, none of these other bands matter. Because, like, Rancid is good and we can, like, obviously do that. But because None More Black right. was there, it was kind of like, oh, we have to do that one. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, uh, Regan, Trauma. if you're listening, uh, we did <laughs> not over... He would be rude if he didn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> I'll be mad at him, so... <laughs> No, he's he's gonna be on soon, and it's gonna be great. I know nothing about No More Black, so it'll be a treat for me. Oh, hey, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go over. Um, let me just read this wonderful script that Jake wrote uh, for us many many a moon ago. Um, hello, <laughs> and welcome to the Lousy Advice podcast, and welcome to Tune Draft, a game in which members of Lousy Advice and or guests will competitively competitively collaborate to create artist or genre centric best of lists. I will be your draft commissioner, Eric, and creating tonight's list will be Kendra, Jake, and Shelby. Uh, tonight's topic is Rancid, as we uh, went over just moments ago, as you just heard and are paying close attention to. Um, so this is how the game works, essentially. We're going to be drafting into different positions. I'll go over those positions. So say it's um, one position. <laughs> say it's it is. <laughs> One person will be drafting into positions 11, 10, 6, and 3, which is worst placement, but a lot of picks, and you receive a veto override uh, in which you can cancel out a veto that's played on a choice that isn't your own. So um, that being said, if somebody picks a choice, you're like, uh, somebody vetoes it. They say, I don't like that song. If you have the veto override, you can jump in and say, I cancel that veto. I like that song. It stays. 
So you get to be sort of hero of the day. Um, the second choice is nine, eight, five, and two, which is a good amount of choices in the middle of the list. And the third choice is uh, numbers seven, four, and one, which is the least amount of choices, but you get the number one spot. Um, each player, hold on. Excuse me, iPad. What is happening? Uh, each player will also be receiving a veto, which they can use to knock the song uh, choice from its current placement on the list, either because you don't think it belongs on the list or you believe it belongs higher up. Whatever the case is, it can no longer be uh, replayed in that spot, and the drafter must choose another song. Um, you can roll over the veto to the next game, but only one, and that is for guests, or that is for returning guests and um, lousy advice. So shout out to us. Wait, uh, do I have a veto? I Shelby has an extra veto. You Shelby didn't use two. one during. You didn't use one during the Descendants one. And I, don't I think. probably won't use one now, Jacob. So, <laughs> whoa! You're welcome. <laughs> I just needed. I just needed to what show. Was that? I just needed I to show some now, power. Jacob. <laughs> I don't know. I do enjoy calling you Jacob, though. I, um, I don't like it. Kendra, do your you name on Facebook is Jacob. It's fine. We'll move on. <laughs> I'll call you Jake. Kendra, do you have any questions so far? I don't think so. Okay. It'll just guide me through it, and I'll mess up, and we'll figure it out. Yeah, and throughout the process, too, it's it. we can get as messy as we need to. And Allow us to be your guide. Yeah, we'll, we'll, just, we'll guide you through. It'll be cute. Um, okay. So in order to figure out who's in what position for the drafting, we do a little bit of trivia off the top. I do want to point out that in this trivia, I'm going to ask a question. The way to buzz in is you say your name. Whoever's name I hear first, I will be biased. I will say whatever I hear. Uh, you get the answer. You get to answer if you get it wrong. We have the Alex Trebek, or no, the Lord Bullington role, which is uh, only one wrong guess before everyone, wait, only one wrong guess. Everyone has to guess before you can guess again. And then um, the Alex Trebek memorial role, which is you must finish the question before anyone can answer. So I have to get the whole question out before somebody buzzes in. Um, yeah, and then you get to pick your spot on the drafting list. Sorry, I had another uh, Diet Pepsi Cherry, so I'm kind of... Uh, oh, so you're flying. I'm speeding through, <laughs> yeah. It's my uh, caffeine. Although I did have like a nice coffee this morning, too, and a kombucha. I do this every day. What am I... I'm, I'm saying this like it's a new thing. This is my diet, Jesus. Jesus, indeed. Jesus. You know what? And that's growth. That's family. Um, <laughs> Olive there's Garden. no I in Jesus. <laughs> there's no I in Jesus. Because <laughs> we're a team. Um, okay. Is everybody ready for trivia? Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to guess. Okay. Let's do it. First question. In the Nickelodeon animated series Cat Dog, the antagonist named Rancid is what kind of animal? Shelby. Jake? Shelby. Mouse. That is incorrect. Wow. I don't remember that show at all. Is he a... Rat? Jake? <laughs> Wait, is that your answer, Jake? Yeah. Did you say rat? Yeah. That is incorrect. Then what the fuck was that thing? Too old for this show. I don't even know what this is. Do you, remember, do you remember Cat Dog? It was, it was from like 2001? It's a treat. It's, it was, it was, I was like 15 then. I was trying to have sex. <laughs> I wasn't watching cartoons. <laughs> I was trying to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, do you want to guess? Do I to guess something random now? If you want to, yeah. yeah. Hey, was it a bird? It was not a bird. Would anybody like to go on a second guess? Wasn't that the guy that went, and yeah, what are you talking about? Like with that bad accent? Like a, it, was a little it just sounds like Tim Armstrong. Not the little blue guy? Yeah. No, it was the mayor <laughs> cop host. He like had, he was the shitty guy. Oh, he guy. was a cop? He was, yeah, he sucks. He was the antagonist. He was the one who tried to uh, build a uh, freeway over their house. 
I don't remember truly. I don't. I thought it was the rag guy that lived in the wall. So think, I have think, no idea. That's think what I thought too. Alliteration. Oh, Shelby. Shelby. Pig. <laughs> no. Oh, well then, I don't know. <laughs> think, think rancid alliteration. It sounds. It's. I mean, it's close to. Uh, it sounds like rat, but longer. That doesn't help for some reason. It's like it's big. Yeah. It's bigger than a rat, but smaller than a dog. Bigger than a rat, smaller than a dog. And when you say the word rancid is the first name, the animal is the last name. Is it a raccoon? No, but you're close. Oh, you did get my brainwave, but it was wrong. Kendall, what do you think? <laughs> do you have another guess? Uh, trying to think of other R animals. People have them as pets. They are cuddly. I'm pissed. And you said alliteration, right? Yeah. Think. Can I give you another hint? Yes, of course. Think bugs. <laughs> I do bugs for a living. Not not insects, but the character. Oh, what? rabbit. Rabbit is the answer. Oh, oh, rabbit. I was like cockroach. Like, no <laughs> I way. No. As soon as in my head, I was I like, thought... oh, bugs is giving it away. And then as soon as you said, I do that for a living, I was like, wait, no, that was not clear. <laughs> No, I thought no, that was wasn't. a little like. So, I thought he was the little shithead guy that lives in the wall of their that's what house. I that's uh, what's his name? Um, Kendra, what would you like as far as placements? I'll remind you, it is eleven, ten, six, and three, nine, eight, five, and two, or seven, four, and one. Nine, eight, five, and two. Perfect. That's the sweet spot. Nine, eight, five, yes! two. Yes, I was just guessing. <laughs> okay, this is for Jake and Shelby. Are you guys ready? I guess. Yeah. How long? Typically, does it take milk to become rancid if unrefrigerated? Shelby. Shelby. I'm going to go with like 12 hours. 12 hours? Mm -hmm. That is not correct. Damn. Jake, Sorry. I'm going to say 48 hours. 48 hours is also not correct. That seems like a long time. Think way less time. Oh. Shelby. <laughs> like Shelby. Four hours. That is not correct. God, fuck. Jake. Are we just going to be guessing numbers? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Jake. Six. Less. Shelby. Shelby. Five. Less. Jake. Less? Ew. Two. Is that your final answer? Yes. That's the correct answer. That's gross. Okay, two hours. Milk is gross. It'll go, if it's in room temperature at like at least for two hours, uh, it has the capacity to have spoiled. That's gross. Okay. That wow. gross. I worked in a grocery um, store for four years. I should have known that. <laughs> do I want to go, do I want to put it on Shelby is the question? Yes, you do. You know what? I'm going to take 11, 10, 6, and 3. Fuck yeah. Perfect. Bada -boom. I'm, I'm playing wild today. I love having the number one spot, especially for bands that I don't like. I'm not passionate about. It usually gets pretty fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, it's gonna be wild. Okay, <laughs> is everyone ready to rage? Yes. This is yeah. the official. <laughs> Ooh, what was that? It was rancid. Rancid. Oh, okay. Um, this is the <laughs> official canon list of best 11 rancid songs of all time um we have unfortunately been bestowed <laughs> with the power to make that decision along with our the uh our guest the expertise of our guest uh and within that power it cannot be changed so this is the official list of all time so rancid if you're listening you're welcome and they also better be listening not just regan but rancid as rancid. well oh yeah, yeah. trust me group yeah. rate subscribe group venmo <laughs> group venmo send us money Lars, Venmo me. I used to live by <laughs> you guys in the sunset. Give me money. Damn it. I'm just kidding. But I did. I think I did. Anyways, I don't know. I don't know where they live. I did see Lars Fredrickson at a Bulls game one time. And by Bulls, I mean the hockey team from San Francisco that was... Oh, I was like, 
Really? Uh-oh. No, it was it was Bulls hockey at the Cow Palace because I used to live there. Anyways. <laughs> cow Palace? Do you remember the cow, Do you know the Cow Palace? No. <gasps> do you guys know the Cow Palace? But I would like to go I know there. the Cow Palace. Yes? Okay, yeah. The Cow Palace. That place, which is like, why? You know what I mean? It's more sense yeah. than what we were saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the Rancid List. We're starting it off with Jake on number 11. Jake, what's your pick? Lower on my list, I kind of have all the canon picks, right? Um, like cannonball, but I feel like, like, like the ones that everybody's going to be stoked on. So I feel like it's my responsibility to put what I want on there. Um, and so for number eleven, I'm going to play uh, the title track off of their, um, I think it's 2003 record, Indestructible, the song Indestructible, which opens the record. Interesting. I have a hot take. That's a good song. What's that? That's a good song. I think it's a great song. That That's is a good great song. It's fast. Um, I think lyrically it's pretty pretty good compared to like a lot of what he writes a lot, a lot of the time. I use the quote <laughs> from it as my senior I I, I use the quote from it as my senior quote. What so was it? It was through music we can live forever. That that was my senior quote. Um and so, yeah, that's what, if, if anything, that's why I felt like it needed to make a list because it, it impacted me enough to be like, you know what? Let me memorialize this in a book forever next to my face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and out of all the songs, I think that's the only song from this album I have on my list because I think the other ones are kind of cringy now. A lot of them, the ones that, that I used to like because they're all about uh, a very specific situation in his life. And it's like, oh, buddy, this does not look good. But yeah, that's my... Uh, number 11. Indestructible. Kendra, how do you feel? What do I say here? No, I picked another one? <laughs> well, so, so... So if you hate this song, you can be like, Jake, fuck you so much. I veto this. <laughs> I hate this song because of this reason. Yeah. You get one veto, so you get one chance to do that. Um, okay. So you get one veto. And uh, also, if you like it and agree that it should go here, you can talk about how you like it, or you can say, like, I don't necessarily agree, but I'm also not going to veto. So it's up to you, whatever you want to do. I'm very Midwest, so the third option seems the kindest, but also, like, yeah. telling you that I don't agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll probably yeah. go that way. Basically, <laughs> we just discuss the pick at this point. You know, like, okay. just our feelings on it. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Um, okay. I don't agree with you, but I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> we are your rancid therapist. What I can say is um, I agree with what kind of what you said about the album as a whole. There are some cringe songs on there for sure about his divorce. Um, yeah. It started off like it was supposed to be kind of like Rancid 2000 part two. And some of those songs are still on there. And I think those are probably the better ones. Because like I had a couple of songs on Indestructible on my master list, which didn't make it onto my top 11 list. Um, I actually kicked Fall Back Down off the number 11 spot. Ooh. Um, so it fell yeah. back down. It did. And you it didn't help like it back up again. Actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, I would say given an 11, you know, whatever. I will say also when I got this CD, um, it was a CD and I got like a special, like limited edition, whatever the hell it was that came out. And I remember that they took the cover of the album, which is Lars's like, shaved head with like his big sausage neck rolls and like his huge like mohawk with like a bunch of palm trees in the background looking down yeah. like a street um probably in campbell because that's all he ever talks about um <laughs> it's like so that's that was the you know the cover of the album they made this on this big shirt right and they shrink wrap the back of the cd so you got a cd but it was like this fucking thick 
And then I opened it up and I was so excited to get this limited shirt. It was a 2XL. They didn't come <laughs> in other sizes. Like, why the fuck would you only make a 2XL for your, like, merch? Interesting. When, like, I mean, That's controversial. I get it's like leftover shirts. I get that most people cut up their stuff. But, like, a 2XL on me is like a blanket. <laughs> yeah. And then, but the best part is the shirt is big. But then the cover was only like right here. Oh, yeah, so it was like the smallest see. print size. <laughs> yeah, it was almost like a like a pocket lapel type, you know, oh my where the gosh. rest of the shirt's huge. Oh yeah, it's great. So I turned that into a blanket. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, that's a, we'll we'll take indestructible for eleven, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about indestructible? I like that song. Yeah. That is one of the songs that I actually do like off of that record because, like, as I said, I listened to all of the rancid today. Um, and there's not a whole lot of that record that really resonated with me. There's really one main record that I'm like, okay, yeah, this has mostly really good songs. Yeah. And uh, sh- yeah, shocker, we're all we all know <laughs> I'm really we all know what it is. To see which one it is. So I'm not gonna say it. Um, Probably troublemaker. Yeah, that one was. <laughs> 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 that song was on my list, um, pretty low. So Jake, you kind of nailed it there, for me personally. I- you know what I like in that song too? Before we move on to ten, is the, the man on man on that part with oh, the God. guitar so much? <laughs> it's so yeah. fun. Uh, I like a fun moment. Yeah, I yeah. like. I mean, this song's cool. <laughs> I def- I mean, th- this album again for me was also. I mean, I'm not. I'm not playing, so I can't really, like whatever. Tell me. But this album for <laughs> me was definitely one of those. Um, this had fall back down on it, right? That's what you were saying. Yeah, and yeah. like yeah. red hot was this red hot moon also? Red hot yeah. moon. And well. Introduction of Skinhead Rob to Rancid. Yeah, that's what. It was the introduction of Skinhead Rob to Rancid because he had been in the transplants. And they finally brought him over to the oh, Rancid like, side. Yeah. Right. His little spiel on Red is Hot it, Moon, which that whole Hellcat Records history is so funny. And I'm gonna say this every time. I feel like I was really big into Psychobilly, so I was on that side of Hellcat Records. <laughs> Uh, for yeah. a little bit. I was into both. Yeah. So I see you. So it was like <laughs> like Distillers, Rancid, Tiger Army, whatever was coming out on Hellcat. I was like, uh, yeah, I'll buy that. I think I had, a, yeah. I had a Hellcat shirt that I got at Warp Tour that had like, it had like Tim Armstrong, but then it had like a Nick from Tiger Army. And uh, then like it would have like Patricia from, <laughs> from, from the Horror Pops. Oh my yeah, God. Like, like, Hellcat, Hell, Hellcat lineup. What's your Hellcat fact? I once dated a man who were okay maybe it wasn't only hellcat t-shirts but it was 99% of the time hellcat t-shirts he was just getting machete mfg yeah overnight orders every day (laughs) it was (laughs) embarrassing that's i mean i was gonna say you want to guess his name tim no jeff it was a kyle oh of course it was of course it was a kyle naturally it was a kyle naturally do you know, did he have a limited edition 2XL red red indestructible? <laughs> no, because he was a poser. Because he was in the market for one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, no, though. No, definitely not. Oh, Hellcat Records, y'all. How fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, never mind. That's a whole different thing. Okay. Um, I was so obsessed with Hellcat Records and like that at that time. It was. That Necromantics was album, Return of the Living Dead, was so good. Oh, my God. That's oh, a whole yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Ugh, okay. Hellcat- easy place to go it was like it's all incestuous it was all easily accessible enough to get into all those different types of genres like and you felt like everything on there was like kind of similar to everything else Mm -hmm. so you were gonna like everything now they have that 
falling in reverse band and all the people and look like, like they're yeah. weird, like 2003, it's, like emo swoops, but they're now and it's confusing because yeah. I'm old and I don't know what's happening. Well, also, <laughs> I've, I've tried to take a look at it also. It uh, does not, I, I don't like any of the bands that are on there right now. So I'm sorry, I just described way. Epitaph. The Epitaph bands now have the swoop. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm too old for that now, yeah. too. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't a, know a, a goddamn thing. So isn't isn't that Alex Jones band on Hellcat? Wait, what? Alex Jones, uh, the Interrupters. Oh, oh. oh. Yeah. you can't say a bland ass name like Alex Jones, Jones and expect what? us to know which one, bro. I thought like, <laughs> Why he was that? like snips and they auto tuned it to make songs or something. Oh, no, and I'm no. Just, like, Gorgeous. What? But no, yes, you're correct. They are very much on Hellcat. How fun. <laughs> Hellcat's still going strong on the back yeah. of the Interrupters. How fun is that? Okay, we're going to lock in Indestructible here at number 11. That's going to scoot okay. us straight over to number 10. Back to Jake. Jake, okay. what's your next pick? Bless us. Oh, I'm choosing Bless between two here that I really like that are faster-paced songs. Um, but I'm going to go with one of my favorites that is higher up on this list here from uh my favorite uh is this my favorite rancid record yeah uh from let's go which is my favorite rancid record uh it's going to be sidekick as for my number 10 and i you know it, it's uh i feel like it's really indicative of that earlier pre and outcome the wolves era um it's like a it's almost like a quintessential kind of song but like in their particular style you have you have matt shredding on the bass the entire time you've got uh, Tim singing nonsensically and and doing the, do, doing the quintessential rancid thing where they name drop locations the entire yeah. song, uh, and it's 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 got a nice uh, catchy chorus to it too. That's why I picked it. I will say one of my favorite things of having lived in San Francisco for nine years was every time I would do anything for the most part, there would be a rancid reference like getting on the forty three bus. I'd be like, oh, for sure. Living out in the sunset, I'd be like, oh, here's all of the avenues they discuss. Like, doing almost anything in San Francisco, I'd be like, yeah. Would you say that it was yeah. every avenue and alleyway? Yes, because that's literally what it's about. It's crazy. Love it. And then, like, da the Daily City train. If ever I was getting on board at Daily City, I'd be like, oh, here I am. <laughs> here I am. Welcome to the party. I'm Tim Armstrong. I'm Tim Armstrong, y'all. <laughs> give me a whatever. Anyways, that's the whole thing. How do we feel about Sidekick? Yeah, I give that a, a double thumbs up because I have some let's goes around that number as well. And I had Sidekick on my li my master list before I reshuffled some things. Yeah. But yeah, I think everything you said about it's correct. It's got that like before they figure out exactly what their sound was going to be on Wolves, they were getting there. And I think let's go shows that. And it's you know, it's it's got a lot of the uh, nonsensical Tim. I mean, let's go in general. If you didn't have the lyrics, you and you just introduced this to someone, like you could almost give them clips of certain songs, and you you wouldn't even know he's singing in English. Yeah, it's, that is true. It's, it's like especially the like second verse of that song. It's like, what are you saying? <laughs> like just at the beginning, like you have to like look and be like, oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah. The one part where he was like, I'm down on my. He's like, I'm down on my love for Susan. I'm gonna hold on her side. And you're like, amazing. What did you just say? Yeah. Also, Regan's not the only one who can do a Tim Armstrong impression. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not shaving my head for it. Yeah. Uh, but no, for sure. And that song's really good, even that, though it's weird as fuck. That was a solid impression, though. Oh, that wasn't even the best. I'm not even talking about going over here and then over there. <laughs> 
catch me like five drinks in and I'm like way better. Cause then I kind of get like a drawl to it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean that, I mean that, yeah. That's like yeah. my biggest gripe with this band. Is Tim Armstrong's vocals? Is, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. No, just kidding. How dare you, first of all. First of all, how dare I? How dare you? <laughs> what accent is this? Yeah. What is it? It's what is it? Timmy. Dominoes? Domino. Something. Dom- what song is that? God damn it. Let the dominoes fall. Let the dominoes fall. No, have, no, have no, no, that no, song today? no, no. Because I did. I have not. I've, I've not listened to that record. You got to listen oh, and be man. like, what the fuck is this guy? What is he going for here? What is this? But, you know, we stand rancid. Yeah. Last time I saw them was on that tour for that record. Let the Dominoes Fall? Yeah. Where did, you, did you go to the Regency show? No, it was in Reno, I think. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But that I will was... say for a person who absolutely doesn't sound like that in regular day life, he's held that accent on stage for like, what has it been? 30 years yeah. without falling. I fall. don't get it. So yeah. like, yeah. is he the best actor of all time? Perhaps. Yeah, I maybe. mean, his Twilight Zone, Does he have a his Twilight Zone episode <laughs> begs to differ. <laughs> Does he have a dialect coach? We may never know. We may never know. We may never know. <laughs> oh. Tim Armstrong. Oh, you know. I, I just sent that memory today. This is this is off topic, but it's a Tim Armstrong memory. Was I so I sent that picture of us going to um, that uh, Home Street Home opening night, right? Okay, uh, which was Fat Mike's musical, and uh, I had seats next to all my friends, and they were like, "Oh, we need to move your seat, like just mine alone." It was really <laughs> really weird, and they moved me to some other section, and I ended up sitting between Tim Armstrong and Eric Melvin from No Effects. It was the weirdest moment of my life where I'm like sitting here watching a musical and next to Tim Armstrong and Eric Melvin. It was bizarre. Were you Were just they, like, like shivering over you, like tapping each other and being like, did you want some popcorn and like reaching? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're just like talking over me. I'm like, what the fuck? Tim's like, I got juju bees. You want some? <laughs> like, yes, well, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was even more awkward because they make a joke about because like one of the characters has like the Hellcat guitar and they make a joke about him stealing the guitar from Tim Armstrong and so everybody turns and just looks at the section that I'm in I was like oh god this is really weird (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) what do you think Shelby you're gonna leave sidekick I'll leave it all right I'm gonna be hard pressed to use a veto guys I mean we'll I we'll see it might get rowdy Maybe it might. Who knows? I could be convinced we to use hope. one. I'm gonna be uh, a catalyst in this. <laughs> I've got vetoes <laughs> to burn. Okay, perfect. So we're gonna lock in number ten, uh, sidekick on number ten. This scoots us on over to Kendra's first pick. This is pick number nine, Canon right. list. Number what do you think? Nine. Uh, for number nine, I had Dead Bodies off of Rancid 2000. Uh, it is a Lars-centric song that's very fast. Um, it isn't probably the best song on 2000 by any means, but I have like some weird tour jokes, like memories with it that made me even more like endearing to me. Like, you know, when you get, you're in the van, you make jokes about shit that nobody would ever else like would find really funny. But at the time you're like cry laughing about it. Yeah. Yeah. So like years ago, it was like 2013, I think I was out with a band and we were driving through Texas for like 97 days and um as texas as you is. do yeah naturally. Uh, yeah and uh at one point i think we were just listening to 2000 like from front to back and we were like giddy at that point just from exhaustion and we i think someone came up with the fact that like 
because dead bodies the whole song is like really kind of like lyrically it's very gross like he's talking about rot and like just really you know kind of disgusting vile things and so we're like lars frederickson dead bodies for men reoccurring rotting dreams <laughs> like so we turned the lyrics into like a like a male cologne ad so it became even funnier so now every time i hear it which again not the best song i just remember like just i just imagine i think most of my rancid like it, most endearing memories are me coming up with weird backstories or like having jokes with friends or like singing yeah. along at a show or something. Yeah. But like, I just remember like thinking, you know, Lars with like the huge spikes in his like stripey, like, you know, shortcut pants and that go like kind of up to like the mid ankle. Yeah. And he's got, you know, some sort of like vest on and he's got dead bodies for men. He's decked head to toe in the machete MFG catalog. <laughs> That's ex- yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly I'm gonna keep referencing this because Machete MFG was such yeah, a moment shit. for. I, feel I completely like forgot about it until you Remember? mentioned it, and I was like, "Whoa!" Machete was like it was like Angry Young and Poor Machete if you were online, and then Hot Topic if you were at the mall. Yeah, if you're in yeah. person. Yeah. Do you do you remember Machete at all? It was just the place to get cheap band this T-shirts. Is, this is an older yeah. Maybe. Because I'm so young. You're so young. So that's Thank true. You so you probably missed that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I probably. It's not because I wasn't paying attention or uncool. It, <laughs> it was. It was literally. I wasn't shopping at Limited Two. It was, you know. <laughs> I definitely was not at Claire's. Do not worry. I was at Hot Topic, <laughs> not Claire's. No, it was just a cheap, cheap band shirts that I think Hellcat like. Yeah put all of their shit on a machete well who owned that was it tim did tim own machete i actually yeah so i know the kid who was running it he was in a band called the scuffs out of la and i ran into them um outside of they did rancid did these nights uh hellcat nights at the echo where they were trying to uh it was four nights one month and all the tickets were like seven bucks supposedly and then everyone bought them and then they were like 500 bucks but anyway (laughs) um but uh so it was four four tuesdays in a row and the whole point was it was going to be b- new bands coming out on Hellcat because Hellcat had the same old bastards that we were talking about this whole time. And yeah, so yeah. they're trying to bring in new blood. And um, I think Orange was one of the bands. Never really got anywhere. Oh, yeah. Um, what about that? Time Again, which everyone called Tim Again because the guy looked yeah, just, Daniel yeah. Gart looked just like Tim Armstrong. Yeah, he did, I actually yeah. thought that he was just like a, t- like a Rancid fan. And I asked him if he was selling tickets outside the venue. And he was like, I'm in one of the bands. And I was like, okay, <laughs> Tim look alike, motherfucker. Right. And then he went to jail for stealing some girl. So, like, good on me for realizing he's a for creep. Steal- I'm sorry, um, stealing a girl? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he kidnapped was, uh, a girl. What a went bitch. To jail. Yeah. What a bitch. Was uh, Nerve Agents on one of those? I... I want to say yes, but I think they were already big and were already out, out on. Because yeah, that was also the time around, like, what sense, was it? Yeah. The, not the the heart attacks? Mm-hmm. Wait, oh, Static, not Static it, Thought? It was, if I can give left you alone. time. Left Alone. Left Alone. Left Alone. sure Left Alone. That's the oh, one yeah, yeah. that I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What a weird also, time. Big rancid folk yeah <laughs> so i'll just say it kind of sound like rancid but like yeah, yeah. that's like what they went for like when they couldn't get their friends bands of their same age to like be on hellcat they're like who sounds like us but a little bit different you you yeah. you okay hellcat nights of the echo yeah <laughs> and yes. so like, i came out of one of these nights and i ran into this band they were like peddling their shit and uh it turned out to be this guys from the band this band called the scuffs and um, one of the main guys, I guess, ran Machete. And the other ones are all people that I still know from L.A. Oh, no shit. All in different bands. <laughs> no longer part of this whole thing anymore. Just yeah. that one guy. That's so funny. Anyways, Machete MFG. Yeah. It was a whole deal. 
Um, how do you guys feel about dead bodies? I feel very good about dead bodies. Nice. <laughs> Jake, how do you feel about dead bodies? Um, so w- when I was trying to think of which was my favorite Rancor record, it was between 2000 and Let's Go. So it's going to be hard for me to veto anything off of either of those records, uh, especially 2000, because uh, I think it's really underrated as far as their catalog goes. Uh, so, yeah, I'm totally fine with leaving it there. Okay. Just telling the listeners, I'm like shaky, nodding like super hard to the point of almost hurting my neck. I'm like so on board with what you're saying. Her the- head is going to fall off her body like a Diva Stars ball. Yeah. Doll. Like a Diva Stars? Do you remember those? No. They had big ass heads. They were like brats? Yeah, they were like brats, but with big ass heads. I love it. Diva Stars. Yeah. Loved them. Um, I also love, I can't believe I'm bringing Necromantics up twice in this. The Dead Bodies cover, <laughs> Necromantics cover, yep. Dead Bodies. It's a very good cover. I'm just saying. I really love that cover. Okay, we're going to lock that in. Dead Bodies at number nine. Kendra. We get it. You like Psycho Billy, bud. I know. And I never talk about it. I talk about it all the time with you guys. But in real I'll be life. happy to come back for a Psycho Billy band podcast. I mean, yeah. you, that whole history of my life is so strange. That was my adolescence. That was my teenage years. That was my early 20s. That was it. It was Psycho Billy. All what the did way. your hair look like? I was always either a flat top or a, like a comb over. I could never do the full pomp. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had the V bangs for a while. That looked like shit. Ooh, I was gonna say I bet you looked Ooh, hot. Ooh, those were fucking cool though. They did I not met, look um, I met my wife at a psychobilly show, so so she had those bangs. You told me that. I remember. You told me that. <laughs> and I bet I she looked hot jealous. too. <laughs> what show was it again? It was at Coffin Cats. Oh, that's right, Coffin Cats. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us. We could go off on a tangent. I'm so excited. I, yes, you know yes. what? I want to do that at one point. Um, okay, we're going to lock that in. We're going to scoot back over to Kendra. Number eight, what is your pick? Okay. I'm safe from Jake because I put another let's go on here. Uh, number eight, I have Dope Sick Girl. Um, this, That's a good song. There's a few on let's go that I feel are kind of like musically similar where they just start out and they just don't stop until you get to the end of it. And again, it's got that kind of Tim Warbly, like, bullshittery, where, like, either you love it or you hate it, but you don't know what the fuck he's talking about until you get to the chorus, and, like, Lars kind of comes in to help out and sings along, and you're like, oh, that's what it is, that's what it is. And I feel like this is one of those. Um, It's, I, oh, God, this is going to sound like I'm such an asshole. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, like, Rancid, like, they straight up sing about some, like, you know, some serious shit obviously this song is about a girl as they say at the beginning who ripped him off because she was dope sick that's not a funny thing to be talking about but is this song funny yeah if you listen to it because you don't know what the fuck he's saying sometimes and sometimes the stuff he says sounds like other stuff and like it's just a really upbeat like positive song for being so fucking detrimental and that's one of the things i think they can do really positively like it's really hard to be super sad lyrically when you have like half a ska band in the background yeah, this is yeah. really fun for yeah. me because I do like that song. Um, that song was also on my list, which is a very big shocker for somebody like Whoa. me. I know, but <laughs> the reason I put it on my list is because I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so awkward. I, I mean, but you know what? Somehow we all made it here, didn't yeah. we? That's not far yeah. off yeah. though. It ha- it has silly. And vibes. it was for all the reasons Kendra said. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but that's like that's like the whole deal with them because like you were saying about the lyrics, it can be like so detrimental, so heavy, so intense. But then it's like this really solid pop ska song, and you're like, oh, yeah. okay. I don't even really and, like ska like that. Well, that's not good. to throw it back too far to like another complete album, but on Indestructible, there's a song called Stand Your Ground. I was listening to that album again today, 
And I was like, wow, that's really re relative to like today's society and oh my God. But they're singing about like how people can't get by and they can't make enough uh, money to pay for food and they're ending up homeless. But in the background, they're like, in the car dancing and you're like, st you know, stand your ground. Like, this is not a thing I should be doing. Fuck me. But like, you can't not do it. Yeah. yeah. Ranted. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jake, how do you feel about Dope Sick Girl? Oh, it's a great song. Uh, I can't veto it. Like I said, it's on Let's Go, and it's it's definitely uh, there are a couple of songs on that record that I would veto. Actually, not thinking about it, but that's definitely not definitely not one of them. I feel like it's almost like we were so we did Descendants last week, and I was talking about how I wanted to play Bikeage, and I feel like this is the mature version of Bikeage, like this song, <laughs> like where it's like almost a, it's like a similar subject matter, but tackled in a way more mature, less incel way than than yes. Bikeage is. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. I'll, um, I'm totally fine with it there. You leave it, Shelby. You're leaving it. Mm -hmm. We're locking it in. Number eight. That brings us to Shelby. Number seven. So I'm prefacing this with, I'm not explaining uh -oh. any of my answers. Okay. I don't have a deep, meaningful reason for any of my choices. <laughs> I listened. I liked it. I put it on my list, and. In this spot, I put Olympia Washington. Olympia Wall. Olympia Wall. I will not be explaining. Uh, I listened yeah. to it. I liked it. I put a <laughs> ring on it. Because if you like it, then you should put a ring on yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. So. How do you guys feel about feel? Olympia Wall? Yeah, I'm fine with it. I mean, you re it's really hard to say no to anything on Wolves. Like, especially the first, like, half. If you yeah. say no, you're a dick because you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is. I, I feel like for this, for not even just for the scene, just for like punk in general, Outcome the Wolves is definitely one of those like apex records for so many people. It's kind of like the shining achievement of this band. Yeah. And I should say that in this spot, it was almost fall back down. <laughs> So. <laughs> I mean, that's a good song. If you play, if you were playing that, Tony Hawk at the that, time, that, that song that was one of the ones that been, stuck in. It would have been, that been a huh? veto out of me yeah, for sure. It been a hard I would have vetoed Paul back down oh, for sure. On, I had a feeling. Haven't you seen the music video with Kelly Osbourne and the guys from Good yeah. Charlotte? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I also right. really love that for them. All right, I also well, I love that. I was thinking about this when I was driving today because I was listening to Indestructible and like getting my list together. Definitely not writing while I was in the car driving, um, <laughs> but. If the music video from Fall Back Down had the guys from Good Charlotte, yeah, and they are married to Nicole Richie, and um, who's the one from the Goop? Um, Gwyneth Paltrow, right? Isn't he, she he's married? Not, no, she's married to, or she was married to Coldplay oh, guy. Who's the other one then? Oh no, um, the one from Something About Mary. Cameron Diaz. Yes. Cameron Diaz. Yes. Okay. So Cameron Diaz. There we go. They're like the same. They're blonde. Um, <laughs> I can say that being a blonde sometimes. Um, <laughs> so Cameron Diaz and Nicole Richie were married to the are married to the guys from Good Charlotte, which means that if those people were actually friends with Rancid, Tim Armstrong's hung out with Cameron Diaz, and that's fucking mind blowing Isn't that to crazy? me. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like, yeah. That's what pretty if wild. So insane. And like got introduced and she's like i love your movies and she was like i love your band i guess well, and like that's... then she like listened to rancid one day to me that's like the most la bullshit i've ever seen i remember yeah. watching that video oh, as a kid totally. and being like at the time being like this is fake and bad but as i've gotten older i'm like oh this is all just pop music like there, there's no there's yeah. no real derivative it's like i mean 
Tim Armstrong won a Grammy for that Pink record, which is like, I mean, it's a sick ass song, and sure, it's a great pop song, but like, it's all pop music. Rancid yeah. is pop music. You know what I mean? I don't mean that in a slight because I love pop music. But, no, but, it's a, it's formulaic. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Anyways, shout out to Tim Armstrong for winning a fucking Grammy for yeah. Trouble. Let's get into this. Olympia Washington is a great song. I'm not going to veto it, but the no effects version of the song is like a million times better. I will never say, say that about any song fact. ever. Sorry. I'm just going to lay out. Well, you can be oh, wrong. I'm just going to talk about fine. how no effects is like one of the worst bands of all time. I was literally just thinking the same oh, thing. Oh, man. I just, the, the, this version, that version of this song is like so much better. <laughs> than the rancid one. I don't agree. I don't agree at either. All. I didn't listen to it, but I still don't agree. And that's <laughs> and you know what that is? That's called ignorance. <laughs> that's called willful ignorance. <laughs> that's the that's called the opposite of growth. <laughs> exactly. If we're talking about the split, I will never ever believe that No Effects did a better job on any of those songs than Rancid did for a number of reasons. And not just because I hate no effects. Um, I knew I you think... were my soul sister. <laughs> I mean, I hated them before hating them was cool. Like I, I also just did never that did. too. I feel like, and this is not true for everyone, but there are definitely a number of people I've talked to that like it was almost like a split. Like no effects and rancid, they're friends. They they're about the same age. They came out at the same time, and some people went one way, some people went the other, and some people grabbed them both and ran with it. I took one and I went that way. My choice and history has proven that perhaps I've made a correct decision. Um, <laughs> my team has not made comments in Las Vegas about shootings in oh Las Vegas. That Mike yeah. is such a... My team hasn't made comments saying that their entire life is over because they're allergic to latex. <laughs> but that's besides the point. They're not as good of a band. <laughs> that's the main point. <laughs> Jake, your rebuttal. I was just saying, I think it's one of uh, Fat Mike's better vocal performances. I feel like, like I, I was saying, I feel like it's uh, before he stopped giving a shit about trying to sing. Okay. Um, I like, I like giving it the like double time because they like play it in double time instead of um, the like slower rancid vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just think it's a, it's a, it's, it's like weird because it's like a more uplifting, fun version of it almost because it's like fast and kind of you're like, yeah, like let's dance or whatever. Uh, but like it's, it's still on my list. It was it was number eleven, the Aranthid version. So okay. So are we are we cool to lock that song in? I chose it, so I choose yes. Kendra, <laughs> how do you feel about yeah. it? You're good with it. As long as it's not the no effects version. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's. All right, Olympia Wa Wa Olympia, and number seven locked. That you know what that does? That scoots us over to number six. And you know what's on number six? Who's number six? Jake. Jake. Ooh, okay. I could play. My, so I've only got two picks left. That is true. These are and facts. So I might play my two and my one here, my two at my two here and my number one here because I really want to get them on the list, and I feel like they're not canon picks that most people would pick. So I'm going to go with number six, my favorite song off of an outcome the wolves, the last song, the way I feel. Veto. Whoa. Whoa. No, Jake, okay. trust okay. me. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Veto. So I'll pick I will a different not be explaining. one. I'll pick a different <laughs> one. Um, Wow. I'll pick um, <laughs> my second favorite song off of Rancid 2000, and it's going to be Poison. Ooh. I would have loved if Kendra just said, Vito. 
<laughs> just... no, that sounds so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's you know it's it's the thing that I like about Rancid 2000 is because it's so like their earlier stuff was kind of fast and aggressive, but not in the same way that Rancid 2000 ended up being. And it's so interesting that they do this kind of like the first two records have kind of like a street punky aggressive kind of vibe almost, and then they do an Outcome the Wolves, which is like total you know punk pop ska thing. And then they do Life Won't Wait, which is definitely much more in the ska direction. Like, like even though they have the like, ag- like more like aggressive V like Lars songs on there. But then for like for some reason for like 2000, they're like, let's do this like really weird, almost hardcore record. And uh, I think it's an interesting choice. And that song I think is like really emblematic of the stuff that are on that um, the type of songs on that record. I agree with you in what you said about that record. And I th- thought listening back because it wasn't a record I had ever given a chance. Um, but listening back today, I was like very pleasantly surprised by how much I liked it. I don't think that anything really made it to my list, but I agree with your sentiment, and I think that that's a good place for that. Kendra, how do you feel about that song? Yeah, for sure. It was on my list, but then it wasn't a spot that went away. So <laughs> I'm happy that it's made the list. Yeah. <laughs> it deserves it. I don't think I know this song. Poison? Some people are poison. I don't think I know it. And then it goes, Poison, in the background. <laughs> Let me see. I'm going to see. I'm going to, I don't need to do this right now. Are we locking Poison in at number seven We're or six? Six. How do we feel? We feel good about it? I feel good about it. Consider it locked. It's locked in. That scoots us over to Kendra. Kendra, number Yay. five is your pick. Okay. I am going to go with a song off of Life Won't Wait, uh, Cocktails. It starts off with a harmonica, which is a weird thing that does not normally exist in a Rancid song. Shelby, do you have something to say? I'm scared you're going to yell veto at me. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting close. No, so that song is so fucking fun. Um, It didn't make it to my list. It didn't make it to my list at all by any means, but I think that that is a very fun song. And I think that that helps me know you a little bit better Kendra in a music like in a musical brain sense I don't know I think it's fun I'll leave it I got two vetoes but I'm not gonna burn it yay you already burned one veto you you don't have two. <laughs> oh no I hate Jake. I I hate this record a lot <gasps> that tracks why um I why just do you like hate think fun? it's such a um why do you hate fun after <laughs> After the, um, I'm trying to think of a good analogy here. It's such a flaccid record. <gasps> flaccid? Really? I think that record flaccid. is very fun. It is like, it, I think it is very fun. Do you just um, hate keyboards? Is that what it is? You don't like I dancing? Definitely, or- I definitely. Oh, like the town from Footloose. <laughs> yeah. I definitely am opposed to the vibe of the record. Um, And so I'm going to veto it. Wow! Plot twist. It was Jake. Sorry. Cocktails has been clocked. Cocktails (laughs) clocked out. Oh, that's such a fun song. It's such a fun Mm. song. Okay, Shelby, we'll listen to it loudly later together at some point when COVID. (laughs) Hey, remember how I was gonna visit you summer of 2020? (laughs) No, I don't remember anything past like 2019 December. (laughs) I still feel like it's like. Probably April of 2020? 
Tiger King just came out and I got a stimulus check and things were okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me pick another fucking song. Um, <laughs> number five, huh? All right, Jake. Um, Sorry. Let's let's send one off of Rancid, self-titled from '93. Oh, real fast. Let me tell you guys a difference in case you don't know. There's Rancid 2000, and then there's the original first Rancid self-titled that came out in 1993. And I don't know. Um, there's two brothers down in L.A. that I love very much, uh, Joe and Colin Dana. And I don't know if you guys know them or not. Um, they go to punk rock bowling a ton. They're always in shows in L.A. Uh, they've hung on a LHS before. But um, uh, we always do rancid impressions and, like, just, I don't know, make dumb jokes about rancid, as you do. And um, uh, Joe, I think it was, taught me the difference between the two albums. It's not called Rancid 2000 or Rancid 1993 or self-titled or however you want to call it. It's um you go based on the album art. So 2000 is just a skull, and the 93 is a gun. So you got Rancy skull, all Rancy gun. So that's how you differentiate <laughs> between the two, which is your favorite. I like Rancy skull. What do you like, yeah. Rancy gun? Okay, Jake, what do so you like? So we're gonna take one off a of rancid gun, <laughs> and I'm gonna go with I think the only single off of that album, which is Rats in the Hallway. Um, this so 93 was pre Lars. It was just the three. Um, and as we kind of talked about before with some of their prior albums before Wolves, they're trying to figure out their sound here. This is right off of Op Ivy. So they're kind of leeching a little bit off of their old stuff, trying to get a little bit more punk and a little bit less ska. Um, Rats in the Hallway is just, it opens up and it's just like this most chaotic sounding like intro to any song it just it's super fast and you doesn't stop from start to finish and again you've got that typical tim like what the fuckery are you saying um but i feel like he does a pretty good job at some of the like faster parts he like at that point wasn't quite he was still kind of like partially lint you know from op ivy where he's like kind of made sound still yeah and then he's moving into tim so he wasn't fully engulfed into tim um yeah now i'm scared you have a second veto why are you looking at me like that my eye hurts. I'm just thinking about the. Oh no! I was looking at eyes. Jake. He was. Doing oh no! I, I don't. I don't. I don't have a second veto. Scary eyes. Yeah. It's just me. I'm the one with the power. This. Because Shelby forced me to use one last game. Sometimes, I, you know, sometimes you gotta do it to him. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if we're drafting descendants, I'm dumb. I'm putting all on it. I'm doing it. Because <laughs> it's so stupid, and I love that, and I want to do that one day as a song on a record. Yeah, I just oh, think yeah. it's so stupid. It's very um, silly. But anyway, cool. How do we feel about Rats in the Hallway? Good. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a much better pick than than uh, the other. Flashing. <laughs> wow. Disagree, but by all means, I I, I like Rancid Gun. Yeah, Branson Gun is a good one. I also enjoy yeah. Branson Skull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is so. I was wild. I was close to putting uh, Hyena on my list, but I didn't. It's oh. a very good song. Hyena. Okay, well, I guess we'll lock in Rats in the Hallway at number five. Let me do a little recap, and then we'll scoot on to number four. So so far, we got eleven is Indestructible, number ten is Sidekick, number nine is Dead Bodies, number eight is Dope Sick Girl, number seven is Olympia Wa. <laughs> number six is poison. Number five is rats in the hallway. And now we're at number four, which is Shelby's pick. I just need everybody to be ready to give me a round of applause. Okay. <laughs> My choice is cocktails. Oh! Oh! Yes! 
because I think it's very fun. Chaos. I love this. I think it's very fun, and it's, uh, it didn't end up on my final list, to be honest with you all. This is the danger. Um, so it didn't end up on my final list, but I was really thinking about it when Kendra was talking about it, and I was like, you know what? It is a very fun song, and I want to shake my little butt to it every time I hear it, and I think that that constitutes a good song. So I have said it. Nobody can, nobody can stop me, actually, so that's fun. Nothing for me. You know I'm all in. <laughs> and this wasn't necessarily directly to spite you, Jake. But I don't believe kind that. Of I know, so and I know I that you're probably that. never going to. But I really do think it's a fun song, and I think it deserves to be on this list. So, unfortunately, I had to do it to him. In a spot better than the one I was going to put it in. Yeah, one higher. Just by one. Yeah. Cocktails. This is not the list I was expecting, y'all. <laughs> this what yeah. did you want? Like everything up wolves? I, well, I mean, that's what my not, list it's is. It's not what but... I would want, but what I expected. Not to say that that's what I expected, but I expected more wolves for sure. Yeah, give yeah. me those sweet B-sides. I know. See, and when... you know what that is? That's entertainment. That is entertainment. <laughs> Sad Girls Club almost Ooh, covered that song. We almost song. did cover that song. That is true. Um, <laughs> I well, when, cause when I, when Wait, it, you guys almost covered a Rancid song? Yeah. For like some comp, and then it didn't the work same out. One, the same one that we were on? Yeah. Yeah. We're locking cocktails in at number four. That means we're scooting to top three. As Jake would say, we're running out of runway, out of tarmac. And this is Jake's pick. Jake, what's your number three pick? Hey, I'm playing my number one song. My favorite Rancid song. Drop it. Drop the link. It's off of Rancid Skull. (laughs) And it is the uh, final track on that record, GGF, a.k.a. Golden Gate Fields. It is a strange song because it is like this like really long epic of a song because <laughs> like at the end there's this like really weirdly long instrumental jam part while like tim makes noises over it and it's absolutely <laughs> phenomenal and i love it like the guitar work at the end combined with like everything it just uh, I, I just absolutely adore this song uh even if lyrically it's not very strong uh it, but it, it does do the quintessential rancid thing of name dropping locations and places so yeah. at least it's at least got that going for it uh, but yeah, I I think for me, just the um, I think this as far as all around, it's probably the the best instrumentation from them. It's obviously not probably Matt Freeman's best instrumentation, but everybody else I think is really yeah. killing it on this one. Because Matt Freeman's far and above the musician yeah. <laughs> of that band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not even comparable. It's crazy. To His basslines are bonkers. It's so crazy to listen to. I know. I don't know this song at all. So I really? canonically yeah. don't care about this song at all. Um, but I will full, I'm going to for sure leave it there because I cannot veto Jake's number one after doing what I just did ever. I can't do yeah. that. So. It's like five minutes long, this song. Is it? It's really long. Yeah. That's Interesting. Very long. Kendra, how do you feel about this song? Uh, I think it's, I mean, Jake pretty much spoke to it. Um, it's a weird song to be at the end of this album for sure because it feels like it might fit better on some of the prior albums because it's not it doesn't have the same kind of like rancid uh skull uh 2000 um, <laughs> is very um political based and that was kind of what they were going for it talks a lot about um different states of the the world at the time they're talking um about rwanda they talk about i don't know a number of different things some stuff that has absolutely nothing to do with 
current day politics in 2000 current day. Um, <laughs> but this one just kind of, I mean, it, it's very rancidy. He kind of rambles off, you know, he runs into his friend, big Al, he's not doing so well. Okay. Yeah. Then he's over here. Like, you can almost like feel like, I don't know if you guys have seen the video for salvation, which is a way earlier in yeah. time rants video. <laughs> But, like, it's Tim on this baby-ass fucking bike where he's kind of, like, toddling. Like, he has to, like, walk it. And he can't, like, bike it because it's too small. So, in my head, again, because I keep imagining, Rance is very visual for me because mostly because I think they just describe everything and all the streets and the buses and everything else. So, I can really get, like, a good picture as, like, a writer. I'm like, okay, I got this. Um, But I imagine him, like, walking next to this dude, like, on that bike. And he's, like, meeting up (laughs) with his friend Big Al. It's very visual. (laughs) Um... Have you ever seen uh, that Larry's Dead short film? No. That he oh, made, no, like I have. that he did. Yeah, yeah, I have. I just envision that. Time. But yes. Um, but also a long, long time ago, um, I actually looked up, and I don't I know why or what I was doing or whatever, why I had access to the internet at this age, because it must have been a while ago. Um, but I looked up like Big Al in like San Francisco, <laughs> like, uh-huh. just to see. And it is definitely like like a in the red light district. Like it's it was or is currently like a some sort of store slash like movie theater or something. <laughs> what really? It was like there used to be a big sign. Um, I saw a photo of it online, and it was a I can't remember it exactly, but it's definitely a guy, and it said Big Al's I think underneath it. If you find oh, it, let yeah, me know. over in over in North Beach, like Little Italy. Is that right? Is it still there? Is it still there? Wow. I think the sign is still there, but it says it's permanently closed. Yeah, that's oh. the sign for sure. Interesting. Yeah, I yeah. I, I, I know that, that spot. Like I mean, I'm not. If he was like meeting up there, or he actually had a guy named Big Al. I yeah. don't know. But also, I think Jake was right when they have this like long musical outro. It's it's interesting because it's all about supposedly Golden Gate Fields, um, like the horse track, and the music, specifically the guitar, kind of does this like riding kind of sound to it. It does yeah. this like weird yeah. waves where it's like, it's like a tweedly sound. It's like tweedly yeah, like, yeah, it almost ding 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 ding. It's like yeah, Robin out here. Shit. But yeah, so I'm good with it. Cool. I'm cool with logging it in. I'll have to go listen to it after this. That's the official number three. Would you say? That store was gone like a flash. I would, I would say like a flash. <laughs> I guess it, <laughs> I mean, officially Big Al's not doing too well because it's closed. No, he's not doing yeah. so well. He's not doing too well. It's officially closed. All right. We're going to lock that in at number three. Number two. Kendra, this is your last pick. All right. This is the I number two best song by Rancid. Yes. Um. Uh, crap, should I pick two or my number one? Lady. What do I want on there? <laughs> Who has number one? Shelby? I have number one. Yes, Shelby has number one. Crap. I crap. think I know what she's going to play is the issue. I know what? exactly what she's going to play. Yeah, you do. Do you? Yeah. Which, which like, top three off wolves is it going to be? <laughs> None of them. Uh, None of the top three. I'm playing Django. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say okay. your heart. Funny story about Django off of that song, or off of uh, what's that? Indestructible, right? Yeah, yeah. So when that came out, um, I was in college, and I remember partying at my friend's house, 
and there was a guy like we would i mean we were like at that time 1920 just turned 21 like yeah. so we were kind of figuring out how to do our shit like no one knew we're like let's drink a gallon of captain morgan like idiots <laughs> and um <laughs> and so we would get like you know like falling down on the ground blackout drunk wasted and there was a guy who used to hang out there at my friend's house every once in a while but he'd only show up late enough where like none of us remembered like when he showed up but he always would just be there and he called himself Django. And I remember one what? night specifically, like, doing the koala thing on his leg and going, you drag your coffin around, you drag your coffin around. <laughs> I was talking about, but I was really drunk. And, like, I probably sounded really much, like, a whole lot like Tim. But, like, no one was there besides that guy to, like, witness what was going on. He's like, get this weird bitch off me. I so. want to hear that guy's recount of that memory. That... <laughs> also, <laughs> yeah, I would love to hear that, yeah. Low-key, was that a ghost? What? That because... guy? Yeah. Did yeah, you, probably. Do you think it was we a ghost? Never if know. he was, it if he was calling him, was a hallucination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he was calling himself Django, he would get the reference at least of, of the, he would get the coffin well, reference. He would assume. I I, I started. I was like, oh, Django. He's like, not like that. And I was like, you drag your coffin around. And he's like, what? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what you know. I know something else that I don't know what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. because I'm stupid and I like music that I don't understand. Because it's Punk rock, that's, baby. that's bizarre. <laughs> That's bizarre. Yeah, I can't, so I can't think of guy. any other reason why you would call yourself Django unless you like the movie or the song. <laughs> and it, it is like the same Ted. thing. He didn't want to be Ted anymore. He wanted a cool yeah. name. He probably takes him out of a hat. That's what he ended up with. Fucking yeah. Ted. It's mysterious. Right. I probably scared the shit out of that guy. Django, if you're listening, I'm really sorry for my behavior <laughs> when I was 19. <laughs> <laughs> you ever want to like, go get drink some? No, just kidding. <laughs> All right. Oh my God. Uh, number two, I'm gonna go with what was my number one because I want to make sure it might get on there unless somebody yells at me. Um, and it's antennas off of Rancid Skull 2000. Skull. Um, that one. What? What did you do? I Jake missed it. Happy. I was looking down. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do, Jake? Go ahead. What, what is this? Were you going yay or were you going yeah, like no? I was going yay. I was going yay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like how every guest that comes on, they're just like, I really, I need to know if you fucking hate me. Do you hate me? Spit <laughs> in my face if you hate me. <laughs> because we're just fucking assholes, I think, probably. Please, uh, you're like group thing already. So I'm like, hi, I knew. Please don't yell at me. <laughs> so I'm not like. <laughs> so I love okay, it. This was so well <laughs> you're doing great Kendra. this song was number four so i love this song yeah i think it's great um uh when i was telling regan my list uh he i only had one because i was like fuck i have to order them i got it down from 47 down to 11 and now i have to put them in order and so i wrote like the numbers out and I, the only one i could fill out with like without any hesitation was this one as my number one song which is now number two because you know gotta get it on there um but uh it's similar to poison it's it's off 2000 it's fast it's not like overly aggressive because it's more of a Tim song, but it does have that bit of aggression to it, but with a lot of melody. And I remember very specifically, because again, every Rancid song I love has some sort of weird memory attached to it. Uh, my friend bought me 2000, the CD for my birthday. And I remember listening to it in my computer, in my room at my mom's house when I was a baby. And I remember at the end of it, he goes, let California 
fall in the fucking ocean, like really aggressively over and yeah. over again. Over and over again, yeah. And yeah. she goes, oh, that's nice. That's nice. And then she walked out. <laughs> and <closed the> door. <laughs> I'm like, that's right, mom, I'm punk rock now. The Midwest in you is so <laughs> strong. 13 or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. Oh, that's nice. Nice. Great. Great language. Not wonderful. <laughs> Poor Midwestern mom. <laughs> I feel like my mom would agree with that sentiment. California fall in the fucking ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Jake, Aww. what were you going to say? Oh, I love this song. This song is fantastic. And it, it is that ending that makes a song for me where he just screams the California fall in the fucking ocean over and over and over again. It's great. Uh, and it's got the cool, weird chorus where it's like, like everything drops out except for the guitar and Tim singing, which I think is a really interesting choice to do it twice in a song that's less than two minutes long. <laughs> it's like, it's a really interesting <laughs> choice. So yeah, it's good. It's going to be the a no effects version is me. not as good. going to be a thumbs up from you. It's going to be a thumbs up for me. So we're all feeling good about antennas. <laughs> yes. Let's lock it in. Number two, yeah. Shelby. This is it. So big shocker, but every time I have a number one song, someone else puts it somewhere else on the list. So I have to fucking veto them, and it's always Jake because there's always a little bit of synergy to what we like. Is that the is, so? Is what you're saying the way you feel? Yes, it's the way I feel. That song, the <laughs> da -na -na -na. oh oh my god, it's so good. It is the best rancid song. Um, arguably, people are gonna listen to this list and be like, this. This is wrong. Um, but if you feel like that, <laughs> yeah. why don't you go listen to Spotify? Because it lists it there for you the way you want to hear it. So yeah. Ooh. the song is the way I feel. And that's the way I feel. <laughs> I'm very confident. It's a good song. The way I feel is a fantastic song. Yeah. I'm, I'm really surprised that none of the standards, a lot of the standards did not make Don't get list. it twisted. Most of my list we, was the standards. We got Olympia, Washington. We did. Yeah. But, we did. but it's like, that's it. Yeah, there's some songs that probably should be on this list, but you know what? We're making this list, so. Oh, I mean, Jake. Can you hear someone sing Ruby Soho? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this was my number two, so I'm totally happy with it for it to be number one. I, I This is my favorite song off of Wolves. It is just, um, it's it, like Going to Get Fields. It's an epic of a song. Yeah. Uh, there's just, like, so many layers to the instrumentation, the vocals, the harmonies, the backups, like, like the, just everything to... To borrow a phrase from last week's episode, everybody's firing on all cylinders here for this yes. song, and it is just, uh, just, just top notch. And I feel like it doesn't get this song does not get the love that it needs. And too. it doesn't yeah. because of all of the heavy hitters that are on that record that everybody knows yeah. and loves, you know. Yeah. But this really is a standout song. If you listen to that record cover to cover, yeah. you get to the last song and you're like, this feels like it should close out a record, and it also is the one that matters to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a fuck, it's a fantastic song. I forget about this song regularly. If ever I'm revisiting this album, whenever it comes on, I'm like, "That's right, mm -hmm. I yeah. forgot about this one." I say it like that every time too. <laughs> <laughs> Kendra, how do you feel? Yeah, I'm on board for sure. I feel like the second half of Wolves, like, well, everyone loves the album in full. The first half, like, is just, I mean, stacked. And so I feel like people kind of drop off after, you know, maybe six, eight songs in. And yeah. so the other half of it doesn't really get uh, as much coverage as it deserves. And I think there's some really great songs, and this is one of them for sure. And it really does that have that 
closing end of the album feel like almost like a good book when you get to the end of it and you close the book and you're like hell yeah like you're yeah. sad it's over but yeah. you're happy you got there and you feel accomplished it kind of gives yeah. you that same feeling oh for uh, sure. when you get to the end of it and then you're like i could listen to it again or i could listen to troublemaker which i heard is a wonderful <laughs> rancid album <laughs> <laughs> is that the latest one I don't even remember anymore. I've ignored the last. Somebody said "Let the Dominoes Fall" earlier, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that just came out. That came out. No, that's like that's over a decade. That's twelve years ago. That's insane." Since we've gone through the list of all the best, could I bring up what is the number one worst rancid song of all time? Oh, I love it. Absolutely, we'd love to hear it. I believe. Let me let me double check this. I don't want to get this wrong. Um, I believe that it's off Let the Dominoes Fall because I don't know the other ones because there could be worse ones. I stopped at Let the Dominoes Fall because it sucked. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Maybe it's further. No, no. It's Let the Dominoes Fall, which came out in 2009 because I have it here on my computer. Um, It is song number 12. It's called L.A. River. And it (laughs) might be the worst fucking song I've ever heard because I don't know if you guys get this, but you get that kind of like, like offhanded, like non-direct embarrassment where you're embarrassed for somebody else yeah. when you see something. Oh yeah. And this chorus like goes boom, shakalaka, boom, shakalaka, boom. <laughs> yeah. And it is the most it's fucking so embarrassing thing that any band has ever written in the history of anything. And it is probably the worst rancid song. And it's it's a Matt Freeman song, of course. Do you think that the acoustic uh, version's yeah. worse? Hmm? Do you think that the acoustic version is worse? Oh, I couldn't imagine it's better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening and I would second that notion. But like this song even making it on here was like, who the fuck is in control of this thing? Yeah. This album has 19 songs on you couldn't cut this motherfucker? Yeah. Really? Who didn't say no? Yeah. yeah. And that's Apparently, the downfall of all good bands. Overly aged men. Yeah, they're yeah. like, this sounds great. That is yeah. that is quite literally the downfall of so many bands is to, to, when they get to the point where Someone they're surrounded by yes people. It's like, hey, all, like I know that based on your history, you think that you are like more than competent, capable, and yes, even indestructible. <laughs> um, tonight, actually, uh, it's like Ariana Grande. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, it's too many yes people tell saying no. yes. Tell her no. Tell her to put out a single and call it a day. Yeah, you don't. You don't <laughs> need to just keep dropping everything. I don't know that... about this. You don't I'll need to have an album full of songs just to have an album full of songs. You can put out quality work True. and have yeah. someone yeah. to tell you, hey, maybe this isn't what you should be like putting good, into the world. Like a good producer being like, that's fine. What else do you have? Yeah. Like this This is competent, but it's not it. What is it for you? Bring it. Bring that and let's do that, you know. Because Ariana Grande and Rancid go hand in hand. They do. They're kind of synonymous. They've gotten into a bad relationship recently and what? then broke it off. Because I feel like that's what they that have in common. <laughs> um, sick. Do you guys want to do discards? What was on the list? Well, what what did you have that didn't make a list? Ruby Soho and Roots Radical. Yeah. Ruby Soho and Roots Radical for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. What, uh, what other? Uh... <laughs> do you guys not like those songs? I love those songs. They're great songs. They're fine. Oh yeah, they're <laughs> they, they're they just they're just the overplayed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, got it, got it. But see, I never listened to Rancid to begin with, so yeah. here I am. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And somebody listened to all of them on Spotify. So Spotify. <laughs> I love Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> the old Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> we're were those the only two, Shelby? Uh, no, I honestly. So I just kind of went through and added the songs as I was listening. So it's a little bit yeah. messy. 
Um, but a couple oh, yeah. of songs that I will say that I just really like in general that didn't make the list. Oh my god, where did it go? Oh, I'm panicking. I crack under pressure. <laughs> um, I had fall back down, and I also had radio. So radio's good. I'm just like your standard person, you know. Just just it's standard. Fine. It's a good beat. Radio was number three on my list. Yeah, oh, okay. I so there's still some synergy that there. If you give me a guitar and you, and you're gonna notice it from now on, I instinctively play the intro to radio on it first thing. I, I play D B G D instantly uh, because it's like a muscle memory because I used to play that song so much. It's a great song, it's and it arguably yeah. maybe should have been on this list, but yeah, it's our list, so that's what it it's is. Un- and, and at the end of the day. And I will say this with a big, big italicized uh, beat. It is unfortunately um, our cross to bear, as as they say. Uh, yeah. As the keepers sure. of the canon, we made our choices, as and this is just it. This is the, the ultimate the, the gatekeepers. List. The ultimate gatekeepers. <laughs> oh my gosh, Kendra, what was on your list that didn't make the list? Um, off wolves, I had old friend. Uh, Locks Up and Gone, 11th Hour. I also had uh, Lester Square from Life Won't Wait, which Jake will fucking freak out about. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I also had I Want to Riot, one of their B-sides. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I put that at 11. Yeah. I figured if I put on like a deep cut, I'm like, maybe I'm cool. (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good one. (laughs) That me making my list uh, every episode. So like, my like rancid friend was... uh, our mutual friend Kate, right? Like, Kate. like, 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 we would sit on the bus and listen to Rancid like, together, and we used to listen to that song all the time. Oh, that Kate song was phenomenal. Is such a Rancid girl. That's cute. I love that. Yeah, it's good. What about you, Jake? I'm not the host. Um, I'm sorry. No, 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 no by, no, all, by means. all means, take the fucking reins. <laughs> so I had. Um, I love it. Nihilism. That didn't oh. make the list. That was pretty high on my list because okay. uh, I like that song a lot. Um, then I had uh, Journey to the End of East Bay. Great, great oh, song. I love that song. Like that song. You yeah. don't? Not really. I love what? that song. I mean, I don't it's dislike crazy. it. It's just I not a song to, that I'm uh, like. I like that song. One of my old bands was from Benicia, and whenever I'd have band practice, I lived in San Francisco and I didn't have a car, so I'd have to take Bart with my cymbals and like some of my hardware, Ooh. and so I'd have to take the Pittsburgh train all the way up to North Concord, which is almost the Ooh. end of the yeah. East Bay Line Pittsburgh uh, train. <laughs> and so whenever I did, it was always like, I, this song would always come to mind. That's rough. Well, like it's, it's a 45 minute journey and you just play it over and yeah. over and over. Always, <laughs> yeah. And I should say, yeah. I don't then dislike I had, that song. Um, Every song I don't like doesn't mean I dislike it. No, I know. Don't judge me. Yeah, of course. Um, too late, too late. I know. Uh, then I had, um, I had Old Friend and Radio. That didn't make it was. Radio was my number song. three. Radio and Old Friend are both such good songs. Old, yeah, old Friend, really are you kidding me? That That's why I that couldn't decide that? between that and no. Antennas because oh. I was like, Antennas is so fucking solid, but Old Friend has gotten me through some shit. Can one like, of you Rancid Heads tell me what Old Friend is about? You guys know the history, right? Some of you do? I, I don't. No? I feel like I'm going to figure no. it out. Stay tuned, guys. So, so the main lyric is, good morning, heartache, you're like an old friend, come and see me again. Right. Uh, and so... Basically, as Tim describes his lyrical journey, um, from what I can tell, and maybe I'm fucking wrong completely, um, he's out on tour. Uh, he goes to Cleveland. He ends up meeting someone, and then they have to like break it up. And so he's like heartbroken over it. Oh, gotcha. Maybe that's wrong. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's not like 
pigeons. I don't know, whatever. But like, (laughs) (laughs) goodbye. Also, would not be surprising. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh, how does everybody feel? I feel good. You feel good. I feel good with the way. Then did I get the fact that antennas and poison both made the list? Is a win for me. Is that an achievement? Is this a first? Shelby didn't get vetoed. I didn't get vetoed this time, guys. That's Whoa. a first. For the that's rancid nev- episode. That's literally never happened. That's literally never happened. How do you feel, yeah. Shelby? That's crazy. Shucked. Shucked. Yeah. Shucked. Shaken. <laughs> I feel like I've had marbles in my mouth this entire episode. It's been very hard for me. I was wondering um, why you did that. Yeah. I was like, what a choice. Why is she spitting marbles? Why does she know. have marbles in her mouth? That makes no sense. <laughs> did you think that they were boba? Yeah, I was like, did she get boba? I don't I don't understand yeah. what's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that I wear headphones it's... all day at work and it squeezes my stupid smooth brain. Oh, so. gotcha. You were just trying to do your smooth. best. You were ju- you just had the marbles in your mouth because you wanted to sound like Tim Armstrong. Truly. Right. Yeah. Truly. You were doing your it. best, Tim. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Every moment I said I'm not explaining myself, it's because I physically couldn't. That. Uh. <laughs> well, y'all, this was the Lousy Advice podcast. Kendra, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Yeah, this was fun. Would is, you like to plug anything? Yeah, is there anything you want to plug? Oh, God, I have so many things to plug. Oh, it's like super busy. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Uh, let's see. I run a website called Bad Copy. You can find us at thebadcopy.com on the internet. Um, I also do PR for bands. So if you're looking to put out an album or an EP or even just need a little bit of help, hi! So I'm happy to help you. I work with um, my partner, Regan. We work on it together. Um, and what else do I do? Um, Bad Copy's having, uh, we're putting together a column called Helter Skelter, which is, or sorry, Helter Shelter. Um, it's actually going to be about COVID. And so we're going to check in on bands and uh, help out venues and kind of check in with where they are, with their GoFundMes and all of that, um, mm-hmm. and any small businesses. So if anyone has any recommendations of um, small businesses or venues in their town that need a spotlight, um, find me on Facebook and let me know because we'd love to help out every venue and band and venue, band, small business, everything we possibly can because everyone's kind of struggling right now with what's going on. Also, and oh. sometimes I write for bad copy. Yeah, Shelby does. I've you never do. mentioned that on this podcast. You haven't. And that's yeah, like you have. <laughs> Shelby's an official writer for bad copy. That is true. Quote, unquote. Support Kendra. Support Kendra. This was a joy. And a treat and a dream. And what a wonderful time. Thank you for listening. If you're listening to this, we're Lousy Advice, the band. And we're this a band. is our band podcast called the Lousy Advice Podcast. If you want to rate us five stars, leave a review, give us some good vibes, as they say, go check us out on the nostalgianetwork.com. Um, honestly, just FRS up. You know what I mean? Just like go into it. Um, thank you for listening. Is that it? I think it's it. Okay. Uh, it. Signing off. <laughs> We're lousy advice. Okay, I'm going to stop recording. Bye, 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 bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network. Visit the for more.